Welcome back to Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm this is Podcast Lane Frank. We're now in episode number 40. Yes, we're 40 episodes through, and there's so much to get through. It's action-packed episode. The conference finals are set, and the NBA playoffs. MLB is rolling, and so much more. Stay tuned for Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode number 40. Let's get into it. episode number 40 how we always do with our headlines in the nba there is so much news okay the hawks they advanced the conference finals and the hawks are for real everybody they're here to stay i'm not saying they're gonna make the conference finals next year there's no way i'm not i really don't think the hawks have a chance to make conference finals next year i really don't because it's gonna be stagged the heat are gonna come back strong okay the nets are gonna come back strong the bucks are gonna come back strong and philly's gonna come back strong so i don't think the hawks make the conference finals next year but for them to make it this year that's monumental almost because they already have a top five pick with Lloyd Pierce and they were just going to be terrible this year, get a lottery pick, you know, maybe be decent next year, be a playoff team. Then they fire him, Nate McMillan comes in and changes the whole team around. All right, he changed that whole entire team, turned them into the conference finals, okay? When the Knicks-Hawks series started, in no way did I think the Hawks were going to win that series and in no way did I think they would make the conference finals. Okay, I doubt the Hawks, I doubt Trae Young. I'll admit to it. They made the conference finals, which is shocking to me. They're for real, everybody. They're here to stay, in my opinion. Maybe they won't make the conference finals next year. They're going to be a good team in the future. They're going to win a championship in the next five to six years, three to five years, whatever it might be. They will. Trey Young is an amazing player. Bogdan Bogdanovich is an amazing player. A lot of players in the Hawks team. They're amazing players. They better renew naming McMillan's contract. But if they don't, a team like the Celtics could swoop in and take him. Maybe the Mavericks, who just fired Rick Carlisle, just left. But... So many coaching vacancies in the NBA. We'll talk about that later more, uh, more in the NBA rundown. But the Hawks, they're here to stay. What a series that was against the Sixers. You know, to win that in seven games, shut down Ben Simmons. Maybe Ben Simmons shut himself down. Man, I don't know what happened with Ben Simmons. I'll go more in depth on that later in the episode. But the Hawks, they're for real. They're here to stay. Let's talk about a team in the Western Conference, the number one seed, the Utah Jazz. I told everyone all year. I said all year. The Jazz, they're not a good team. They're, they're not going to make the conference finals. They're not going to make the finals. They're overrated. They're not good. They're not the number one seed in the West. They're not the best team in the Western Conference. And I was fully right. Okay, the Utah Jazz were a fake team. I said it all year. The Utah Jazz were a fake team. They were pretenders, not contenders. They were. Rudy Gobert. Just, they really didn't play great in that Clipper series. Okay, they up, went up 2-0, and then they just obliterated, okay? Then they were just terrible, okay, for the rest of the series. Clippers obliterated them in the last four games of that series, okay? Going up 4-2, Terrence Mann, 39 points in Game 6. Paul George having an amazing series without Kawhi Leonard, okay? Realize that? It was without Kawhi Leonard, okay? What a series by the Clippers. What a series. Advancing to Conference Finals. But let's talk about a team in the East, the number two seed in the East, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, I don't want to go crazy on the Brooklyn Nets right now because where do they go from here? Okay, it's not like you can get more stars. You have KD, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Okay, but the story of the Brooklyn Nets this year was injuries. Okay, KD was out 30 games. James Harden was out 20 games. Kyrie was out a couple weeks. Okay, then Kyrie misses game seven. Harden is not fully healthy for game seven. KD put his heart and soul on the line in that game. He was amazing. Maybe the best player in the NBA. Maybe the best player in the world right now, Kevin Durant. He might be. Okay. What a series that was. He put his heart and soul on the line for the Nets in that series. What a shot that was to go to overtime. Unlucky. That was foes on the line. What a series that was. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks advancing to Western Conference Finals. My opinion, the Brooklyn Nets were a better team than them. One fully healthy. James Harden was not fully healthy. We can all agree to that. Okay, James Harden did not look fully healthy in Game 6, Game 5, and Game 7. He did not at all. Okay, Kyrie Irving obviously was not fully healthy. 
But congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go over to the MLB Wears Line News. My New York Mets, they're also for real, everybody, okay? Jacob DeGrom, the best player in baseball. The best player. No, no, none of this nonsense. No, no more he's the best pitcher. Mike Trout's the best player. None of that. All right? Mike Trout's hurt. Fernando Tatis Jr. is not the best player in baseball. Mookie Betts is not the best player in baseball. Jacob DeGrom is the best player in baseball, everybody. Okay? He has a .50 ERA. He gave up one hit in his last start, and it was basically an error by the New York Mets outfield. It was. Okay, this team isn't even fully healthy yet. Jeff McNeil is coming back. Brandon Nimbus is coming back. Michael Conforto is coming back. This team is here to stay. They're going to make the NLCS this year, in my opinion. They are against the Los Angeles Dodgers. My New York Mets playing top of the world right now. They had that one rough series against the Nationals, but they had that one great game in the doubleheader where Francisco Lindor hit two bombs, drove in all five runs of that game. Okay, my New York Mets, they're for real, and they're here to stay. Let's go over to the American League where there's another team, the Houston Astros. I think the Houston Astros make the ALCS. I do, okay? They're, they have one of the best records in baseball. They do, okay? People forget, this team is Carlos Correa, former number one overall pick. Alex Bergman, former first-round pick. Okay? Jose Altuve, good player. This team is an amazing team. Yuli Gurriel, Martin Maldonado behind the plate. All right. So many good pitchers on that team. Justin Verlander, when he comes back healthy, Lance McCullers. Remember Valdez, you know, Jose Acordi. The Astros are here to stay. They're a good team, okay? Despite the controversy, all the cheating and all that. It's baseball. There's going to be cheating. But they're going to make the ALCS this year. They were so close to making the World Series last year. It went to Game 7. They lost in the ALCS. But this year, I think they make the ALCS. I think they do. That's about for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, top five. This week's top five is top five teams in the MLB, and I want to do one honorable mention. The Houston Astros. Okay, I just went crazy how I love the Houston Astros teams here. They have a great record. I was going back and forth. Do I pick my New York Mets as the fifth best team or an honorable mention? Do I put the Astros fifth best team? What do I do? I went with my New York Mets because they have much better pitching. Taiwan Walker. Carlos Carrasco when he comes back healthy. Noah Syndergaard when he comes back healthy. David Pierce who's picking things up. Jacob DeGrom, the best player in baseball, everybody. And so many more. Okay, New York Mets, much more pitcher than the Astros. I think if they played a seven-game series, I think the Mets would win that series. That's why I'm putting them above the Houston Astros. Houston Astros, my honorable match. You could say the sixth best team in baseball. Number five, my New York Mets. I just said all the reasons why. They're going to come back healthy. Okay, they have one of the best records in them. will be playing amazing, playing on top of the world right now. My New York Mets... I went to the Mets game against the Cubs. So awesome to see them in person. Taiwan Walker, fan 12 in that game. Career high in strikeouts. Okay, here to stay. Fifth best team in baseball. Number four, Chicago White Sox. Okay, I'm really high on the White Sox for next season and maybe the playoffs this year. Okay, because people don't realize, okay, the White Sox, great team. They've got Yermin Mercedes, Yasmani Grandal, both can play catcher, both amazing players. Yermin Mercedes might win rookie of the year this year. Okay, then they've got Jose Abreu, reigning MVP. At first base. Then they've got Nick Madrigal at second base, former number four overall draft pick in the 2018 draft. Then they've got Tim Anderson at shortstop, okay, one of the short, best shortstops in baseball. Then they've got Yon Moncada at third base, one of the, I think it was a top prospect in 2016, Yon Moncada, okay. Then their outfield, Eloy Jimenez, when he comes back healthy, okay, he's not healthy yet. They've got Billy Hamilton, they've got a bunch of other outfielders. That's why I'm not putting them as one of the top two, top three teams in baseball because they're not fully healthy yet. Okay, next season, or maybe if Eloy Mendez can come back this season, if Luis Robert can come back midseason, that's why I'm not putting them as a top three team yet. If they can, they're a top three team in baseball. Maybe they're the best team in baseball. Okay, that's what it is. Right now, I'm putting the Chicago White Sox. And number four, number three, the Boston Red Sox, Alex Verdugo, J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers. That's all I have to say. Okay, Boston Red Sox, 
third best team in baseball. They've got former Cy Young winner Chris Sale coming back midseason. Okay, they do. Got good pitching, Nathan Uvaldi, bunch Chris Sale when he comes back healthy. Okay, the Red Sox, one of the best teams in baseball, in my opinion. They are third best team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. Number two, the San Diego Padres, okay? They don't match up well against my New York Mets, but they do match up well against almost every other National League team. Okay, they do. San Diego Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr., Jake Cronenworth, Eric Cosmer, Chris Paddock, Blake Snell, great pitching, Joe Musgrove. Okay, this team is a great team. Manny Machado at third base. How could I forget that? This team is amazing. They might make the NLCS, but if there's an NLDS matchup, Mets versus Padres, I would have my Mets taking that series. I would. San Diego Padres, great teams here. Second best team in baseball, in my opinion. Number one, Los Angeles Dodgers, the best team in baseball, in my opinion. Number one on this list, Los Angeles Dodgers, best team in baseball. I know I said last episode I thought the San Francisco Giants, I was fully convinced they were real. But now, now I'm starting to go through some things. I don't think they're a top five team in baseball. I think they're maybe the seventh best team in baseball, in my opinion, because I do think they'll collapse midseason. I do. I know the Dodgers aren't at the top of the division. The Giants are. But Dodgers are a much better team than Giants. Who are we kidding? Okay. If it was a seven-game series, the Dodgers would easily win that series, in my opinion. They would. Los Angeles Dodgers, the best team in baseball, in my opinion. You can debate me on it. Okay, they've got great pitching. Trevor Byers is going to pick things up. They've got Mookie Betts. They've got Gavin Lux. They've got Max Muncy. They've got Cody Bellinger when he comes back healthy. They've got everybody. Clayton Kershaw. This team is amazing. Best team in baseball, in my opinion, Los Angeles Dodgers. That's about for Top 5 this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know this was did you know? Did you know? This was the first time since 1993, 1994, that neither one seeds made the conference finals. Okay, Philadelphia 76ers were the one seed in the East, and the Utah Jazz were the one seed in the West. Both of them didn't make the conference finals. The last time that happened was 1993, 1994. That's almost 30 years ago, folks. Okay, 30 years ago. Neither one seeds made the conference finals this year, the last time that happened. 1993-1994 NBA playoffs. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's about for Didn't Know this week. Now, MVP, LVP, all right? MVP this week is Nate McMillan, all right? People don't realize Nate McMillan was the Indiana Pacers coach for years, and he got fired last year, all right? I thought it was over for him. Was the assistant coach for the Hawks this year, midseason, turns into the head coach. He leads this team to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were a very below 500 team when he picked them up. Okay, he turned them into a 41 and 31 record team and put them in the Eastern Conference Finals, everybody. That is amazing. Okay, that is Naming Mellon. You are easily MVP this week. Easily. Crush my heart as a Knicks fan. But Naming Mellon is MVP this week. Now, LVP, all right. Whew, I've been waiting for this, all right. Ben Simmons, everybody, okay. You have a wide open layup and you don't take it. Loses you the game, loses you the series, maybe loses you your career. You don't ever take a shot. You are 34% from free throw shooting. I think it might have actually been worse than that. That's the worst in NBA history in the playoffs. Okay, Ben Simmons, you do not deserve to be an NBA point guard next year. Not at all. I'd say right now, Ben Simmons' trade value, you could say it's maybe worse CJ McCollum, or it's, it may not even be that much, okay? Ben Simmons' trade value has dipped so much. Ben Simmons, the worst series of his career. Maybe the worst season of his career. You can say he should have won Defense Player of the Year. He's amazing on defense. He's a great playmaker. He's terrible shooting, okay? Yeah, he was 100% in the fourth quarter of this series. Yeah, he only made four shots. 
in the fourth quarter. This series may actually have been less than that. Okay. Ben Simmons, we're an embarrassment to the Philadelphia 76ers this year. They should maybe get rid of you, or maybe switch you to an our position. Ben Simmons does not deserve to be an NBA point guard next year. He does not. That's about for MVP LVP this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now the NBA rundown. There is so much news to cover in the NBA. From coaches being fired, from coaches leaving, to teams getting knocked out from the playoffs. But I want to start with the Utah Jazz. Okay, I talked about them in the headlines. But where was the Jazz in this year's NBA playoffs? So many people said, Jazz Finals, Jazz Championship, Jazz Conference Finals. They got bounced in the semifinals, everybody. Semifinals. Utah Jazz. We're not a good team this year. Donovan Mitchell signed with them. 200 million last offseason, I believe. Yeah, he signed for a lot of money last year. And he's re-signed with them for so many years, so he can't go to the New York Knicks. He can't demand trade. Rudy Gobert signed with them for a lot of years. So they're going to have this core back next year, unless Mike Conley decides to leave in free agency. That was a big thing also. In the series, Mike Conley was out for the, the first four games of the series. But he, that can't be the only reason he lost, okay? Kawhi Leonard, he was out the last two games of that series. And... They still lost that series to Jazz. Okay? How is that possible? You lost to only Paul George and Terrence Mann, pretty much. Can you believe that? DeMarcus Cousins. That's who they lost to. All these Paul George, Terrence Mann. You let Terrence Mann score 39 points on you in an elimination game? Wow. Utah Jazz. We're an overrated team this year. In my opinion, they were the most overrated team over the last three years because so many people thought they were going to make the championship. So many people thought they were going to win the championship. And so many people thought they were one of the best teams in the NBA. Maybe not in even most thought they were the best team in the NBA. And I didn't. Most overrated team in the past three years, in my opinion, the Utah Jazz. I said it all year, and I was right. They were overrated, the Utah Jazz. Now, I want to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. I'll go into more all the Zion news he wants to leave. I'll do that later in the episode. But I want to talk about Stanley Gundy. This was an amazing move by the Pelicans. But, you know, it would have been a better move not hiring Stanley Gundy in the first place. That's what would have been the better move. It's a great move, but it's too late, okay? Zion Williamson's already fed up. He's upset. He's upset everything, okay? Family members are upset. He wants to go to the Knicks. He loves Madison Square Garden. He loves R.J. Barrett. That duo, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, would be amazing. It would, okay? So, Zion Williamson, they've got to be careful, okay? You know what's you got to be careful with who you hire. You can't hire a defensive coach. You can't hire Chauncey Billups, anyone like that. New first-time coach who will probably struggle. you got to hire... Anyone, okay? Jack Avon, that he was amazing last year as an interim of the Nets defensive coach. He can maybe excel Zion Williamson's game. Okay, but Brandon Ingram's got to be a better co-star for Zion Williamson. They fired Stan and Gundy. Good move. But what would be a better move would have been not hiring Stan and Gundy in the first place. That's my take on the Orleans Pelicans firing Stan and Gundy. Now, the Dallas Mavericks. I said last episode, they've got trouble. You know, this was before Rick Carlisle got fired. They're in trouble because, you know, they some beat Luka Doncic got mad at them midseason, front office issues, all that. Okay, but Luka Doncic, is he really happy that Rick Carlisle left? Okay, they said some players were upset with Rick Carlisle, and Rick Carlisle decided to leave. Okay, he did. But you got to hire someone big, Mark Cuban, okay? You got to hire a Mike D'Antoni, someone like that, and you got to get him. Maybe Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry in this offseason, or else you're in some hot water with Luka Doncic, okay? That's what it is. Luka Doncic is your franchise player. They'll never let him walk. They'll never trade him unless he willingly walks in free agency, doesn't resound with them, leaves as an unrestricted free agent. That's the only way. I do think he signs a Supermax 
Maybe not this offseason, maybe next offseason. I do think he signs a Supermax. He's one of the largest contracts in NBA history. I think Luka Doncic stays a Maverick for a very long time. But they've got to be careful with who they hire. He's not going to do it until they hire a coach that he likes. Mark Cuban, you better give Luka Doncic input on who you hire. Who you hire is your new GM since they fired Donnie Nelson. Okay? you got to be careful with that. Dallas Mavericks, they've got so many things going on in their front office, especially Rick Carlisle leaving. And they got to take care of their players. Kristaps Porzingis. He's the worst co-star in the NBA. He's not a co-star. Okay, Christophs Rosingas, they've got to get rid of him. No doubt about it. My man, they do. No. The Washington Wizards, they made the move that needed to be made. Okay, they probably should have made it a couple years ago, but the move needed to be made to fire Scott Brooks. It was a good move. I've got to hire someone great, and they've got to start up a rebuild if they're dying one already, okay? Because you can't keep on making them playoffs as an eight seed not getting into the lottery with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. That does nothing for your team. Absolutely nothing. You trade them both. You get draft capital. Maybe trade Rui Hachimura. Even though he had a good series against Sixers, keep Danny Avdia. Keep the core together. Get a top five pick. Try and maybe trade for Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, whoever it might be. Jalen Suggs. Evan Mobley, whoever it might be. It was the move that needed to be made. I think they should hire a young coach. Maybe Chauncey Billups, former player, someone like that. An up-and-coming coach, David Vanderpool. Okay, that's what I think the Washington Wizards should do. They fired Scott Brooks, which was the correct move, in my opinion. That's bad for NBA Rundown this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, my GM hat. Okay, this week's edition of my GM hat, I'm going to say I'm the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. And if I was the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, this is what I would do. I would go over two options, okay? You trade Ben Simmons or you move him to small forward, and you do this one huge trade, and I call this one big player in free agency. Let's get into it. Okay, first option, trade Ben Simmons to whoever, okay? You can trade him for anyone. Trade him for Damian Lillard. That's the only way you can win a championship in the next two to three years. It is, okay? Or you can trade Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, plus 2021 first-round pick, 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, and maybe a 2024 first-round pick, and maybe some other players for da, 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 Damian Lillard. Actually, let's also throw Tobias Harris in there. Okay, so Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, and four first-round picks for Damian Lillard. You can keep Ben Simmons. You can keep Ben Simmons, all right? You can do that. Or you can get Damian Lillard. Or you can trade Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, and all those picks for Damian Lillard just without Tobias Harris in that trade. Because Tobias Harris is a good player. I love him. Love for him to go to my New York Knicks. I would love that. But he had a really rough series end of that series, okay? He started off great in that Hawks series. He had a really rough end. He was not a clutch player in that series. He just wasn't. All right? He disappeared in the last couple games of that series against the Hawks. He did. So you do that trade, which I think is the best option. And then you go after Norman Powell in free agency. And this is what I think the Philadelphia 76ers lineup should look like next year. I think it should be Damon Lillard at the one after that trade you make. Keep Ben Simmons. Norman Powell at shooting guard. Ben Simmons at small forward. And you know I said that MVP, LVP, Ben Simmons should not be a point guard in this league. Yeah, he shouldn't be a point guard in this league. But he can be a small forward in this league. He can be a small forward. That's what he was his first couple years of his career. If he can develop a jump shot or anything like that, he can be maybe a mini LeBron, something like that. Okay? He can be a version of LeBron. If Ben Simmons has moved to small forward and developed just a jumper or maybe even a layup package where he can shoot a layup, shoot a mid-ranger, okay, that's what they need to do. And then whoever at power forward, you can get whoever at power forward, Mike Scott, anyone else. And then 
Joel Embiid at center. Okay, that's a team that can beat Brooklyn. That's a team that can beat Milwaukee. That's a team that can get to the finals. That's a team that can win the championship. That's why from my GM had this week. That's what I think the Philadelphia 76ers should do. I think they should make that trade. Trade Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, Tobias Harris, and four first-round picks for Damian Lillard. And I do think that trade gets accepted. I'd hate it as a New York Knicks fan. But that's a team that can win you a championship. That's a team that can win you a championship. Ben Simmons, love him or hate him, move him to small forward. Don't keep him as a point guard. If you want to keep him as a point guard, just trade him. Okay, Doc Rivers said he doesn't think he can be a title-winning point guard. But he says, you know, we have a plan for Ben Simmons, all that. That plan better be to move him to small forward. It better be. That's why from IGM had this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, I wanted to do a Zion Williamson spotlight. I wanted to talk about the Zion Williamson news. Because now people are saying, oh, Zion, Zion, he might leave Pelicans in the next couple of years to go to the Knicks. I've been saying that all along, ever since the Knicks played the Pelicans at Madison Square Garden, Reggie Bullock hit that amazing shot where Zion said, it's my favorite place to play behind Smoothie King Arena. And we all know, Smoothie King Arena is probably not even a scary place to play. probably loves playing at MSG much more than Smoothie King Arena. Who thinks Smoothie King Arena is their favorite place to play only because he plays for them and there's fans? Madison Square Garden is where Zion Williamson will be in the year 2022-2023. Zion Williamson will be a New York Knick by the 2022-2023 season. In my opinion, he'll be teaming up with RJ Bear. I don't know what the trade package will be two years from now. I don't know what it will be, but I think they'll have to get rid of him after this year. I do. Zion Williamson, they're going to have to get rid of him after the season, because they're going to struggle again. They might not even make the playoffs. Brandon Ingram, not a co-star. And then they say, uh, Zion Williamson's family, they're they mad at the Pelicans. They want them out there. After this season? After next season, when they don't make the playoffs? That's what's going to be the deal breaker. That's why I think Zion Williamson is going to demand a trade. Become a New York Nick. Team up with this former teammate, RJ Barrett. That's what I think he's going to do. That's about for Zion Williamson Spotlight this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Uh, at the buzzer. This week's at the buzzers. I want to give five bold takes for the rest of the playoffs. I'm going to give my finals prediction in the segment. I'm going to give my finals MVP prediction, and I'm going to give my finals prediction. Will it be Suns, Bucks, Clippers, or Hawks? Let's hop into it. First, bold prediction number five. I have the Bucks winning this series against the Hawks in five games. I do. Okay, because the Bucks have not lost a game at home this playoffs. Okay? They have not lost a game at home in the playoffs this year. Okay, they just haven't. I don't think they lose a playoff game at home this year, in this series. I really don't. Okay, I think Atlanta gets one game up on them in Atlanta, and that's about it. Okay, Bucks win this series in five. I'm sorry, Trey, I'm doubting you. I doubted you in the past two series. Didn't work out too well for me, but it's going to work out well for me in this one. The Bucks win this series against the Hawks in five games. Number four, the Clippers-Sun series goes to seven games. Okay, let's get flipped back, back and forth, all that, all right. But the Suns will eventually win that series, and they'll make... The NBA Finals. Number three. Okay. Here's where I'm going to give a peek of my finals prediction. Chris Paul gets finals MVP. Does that mean the Suns win the finals, in my opinion? Maybe. Maybe not. But Chris Paul will win finals MVP. Number two. The Suns-Bucks Finals, which I do think it will be Suns-Bucks Finals, will go six games in Giannis Antetokounmpo, when it's all said and done, will not. I repeat, will not be recognized as a top five player in the NBA. Bookmark it. 
Suns are going to win the finals this year in six games, and at the end of it, Giannis Antetokounmpo will not be recognized as a top-five player in the NBA. He won't. Number two. Number one, and the last bold prediction, the NBA Finals, the rest of the NBA playoffs. My number one bold prediction, the Suns, I already said it, the Suns will win the NBA championship this year, and Chris Paul gets his first championship. That's what I think happens. Those are my bold predictions. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. That's about for at the buzzer this week. Now, best for last question of this week's question is, will Zion Williamson be a New Orleans Pelican in two years? I said no. I think he's going to be a New York Knick in the next two years. I do. The question is, great answer in the comment section. Will Zion Williamson be a New Orleans Pelican in next year's? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's bye for question of this week. That's bye for Squirt Sports Atlantic, episode number 40. Thank you for tuning in. We are going on our summer hiatus. But don't forget to follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Don't forget to follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe. Rand for the best sports content in the world. Thank you so much, Squared Sports fans. Our first 40 episodes of Squared Sports are now officially out. Go watch them all. Go follow Squared Sports on Instagram. Go follow Squared Sports on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe. Rand will be back here right before free agency starts in the offseason. That's about for episode four this week. Thank you for tuning in, Squared Sports. Stay tuned for the best sports content in the world.